Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all things motherhood and tips to make life easier. I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today I'm a little bit giddy because I am sat opposite in real life to my guest that is Ree from Mummy of Four. Introduce yourself, Ree. Hello, it is so nice to actually meet you in real life, (laughs) Katie. We have been friends for quite some time online, but meeting in real life is quite lovely. Yes, I am Ree from Mummy of Four, which is mummyfour.com. It's my website and on Instagram and YouTube and all the places. Um, and I just started blogging, blogging and doing all the things to kind of share all the tips, tricks, hacks and advice that I picked up along the way that I wish someone had just told me before I had my first baby that it took me four children to figure out. And yeah, you have four children. What is life like? Like, tell me about your children, first of all. What ages? Well, my eldest is 15 and nearly six foot tall. Wow. And my youngest is two and very, very tiny for her age. Whenever people meet her, they say she's so small in real life. (laughs) So, yeah, and then I've got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old in between. I've got two boys and two girls. They are all very, very different, very unique kind of creatures. Uh, So they all come with their own, you know, joys, but their own challenges too. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Life is, is busy. Um, and is held together by all the hacks and things that I've picked up along the way and the routines and strategies that I use to just get through the day, really. So, okay, so you've got four kids, all different ages. How? I mean, I've got three, and they're all quite close together in age, so I feel like my routines aren't too different for each children. Like, two are in school, one's at home, but they're all under the age of eight, so they're all quite little, How do you manage your day? Well, I think if I had to say it in one word, it's got to be routine. Now, routine is not something that sort of came naturally to me or I was ever really brought up with. It's something that I discovered as a means of coping. Um, I had my first baby and I was very much go with the flow as I, you know, I could actually sleep when the baby sleeps. And, you know, I I did all that. Um, And then I had my second son. Um, when my eldest was seven and a half. So it was almost like starting all over again. Yeah, so he was at school. Yeah, he was at school. So um, I had the school run and things to do, but then I just had one all day. But I remember my husband saying to me, right, we want to go out for lunch. What's the best time to go in the car? And I'd be like, I don't know. Well, when does the baby need feeding? I don't know when he needs feeding. And I used to just feed him, you know, on on demand, like you're told to by the health visitor. And it just occurred to me that I, I had no way of figuring out when he needed feeding what his needs were I just didn't know because you hadn't had to with no, the first time exactly. round you just I, with the I didn't have to 
But I had all this in routine naturally imposed upon me. I had to take my son to school at a certain time. I had to feed him breakfast at a certain time. I had to take him to his clubs at a certain yeah, time. You, you can't say no to a toddler when no. they're, or, or a seven-year-old. Seven like, no, he no. still ha- he had to go to school. So if my baby was then screaming because he was hungry at that time, so I realised that I had to feed him before we left at these times. So there was an element of, you know, I've got to feed you before we go. So you're not crying while we're on the school run or while we're doing whatever it is. So because this element of routine was imposed upon me, I looked into routine a lot more and I realized that, you know, there were all these different options, all these different ways you can do it. And I found a way that worked for me and it was like a light bulb moment. It's like, wow, life can be so much easier when I could then predict um, by, and I think a lot of people think of routine as like being a bit cruel about, you know, like can't, you know, not feeding the baby until a certain time. It's not about that at all. It's about kind of meeting the baby's needs before they know that they even need them. Yes. Um, Which you sort of should anyway. You shouldn't wait until the baby's screaming to feed them, right? No, absolutely. No, exactly. So I sort of looked into routine a lot more. And from there, as my children have got older, the more I've relied upon routine, um, because, gosh, I've had babies for a very long time. They've got the newborn stages. Phase for most people, it has been a way of life for me. It's only now that my youngest is sort of, she's out of nappies, she's just in nappies at night. Um, So I've been, I've had a baby in nappies for seven and a half years up until now yeah so as you know it's been quite a lot it's been quite a long time but even now that I'm sort of leaving the baby stage and into kind of the next phase yeah uh, then routine is still very much a part of my life because we still have so much structure you know there's still clubs and swimming and school and all these things and I'm a work at home mum as you are and there's only certain ways so you know certain amount of hours in the day and if I don't fit in everything I need to do, then I feel out of control and I feel yes. lost and I feel overwhelmed. Um, so by by imposing routine upon myself, um, and the way I look at it's, it... Is it's now, like, it's like it's routine for you rather than a baby. Yeah, totally, almost. totally. But it's a bit like when you're in school and first you went to chemistry and then you went to physics and then yeah. you went to maths and it was easy because you had these blocks of time where you do certain things in certain time and um, I mean this term is not as difficult for me because now my third child is now in full time but up until the summer I had five terms of three school runs a day so Bella needed picking up at half 11 every school run because where we live took an hour so as you can imagine every moment of my day was timed so I'd have like a 90 minute block before I had to leave again or a 60 minute block before I had to do something else so my whole day is kind of structured in blocks of time and then I can fit into that block a block of work or a block of going out shopping or a block of playing with Zara or whatever it might be. And into those blocks I can fit in cleaning or whatever it might be until it's time to, my alarm goes off and it tells me to get back in the car and go and do something else. Yeah, <laughs> which is something I'm going to be going into come January. Two afternoons a week, <sighs> William is going to be yeah. halves. And then yes. come next September... He will be half days for yes. that whole entire year. And it is that. I mean, mine isn't an hour, but it's, I mean, it's probably half an hour mm. each time. Yeah. Um, and it just does break it up. It, and you're like, ugh. you feel like you're just getting into something. Absolutely. And there's so much to do. There there's is so oh, much always indeed. to do. Like, are you cleaning and like cooking dinner and doing the school run obviously and then doing shopping or I don't even know I don't know and then actually fitting in working in, in between working, that as well yeah, as work at home mums you like, have to try and fit that in which which has, which comes after feeding them and yeah. you know and all you know it, it sort of comes last in a way yeah. because other things have to happen you can't just not feed your children you could technically yeah. not work yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know it's if so you've got to, if you don't make the time for it it doesn't happen yeah. and then obviously you, you kind of your so talk us, talk us through time blocking because I 
I've tried it in the past and I've failed miserably, but I think it's because I haven't had to. It hasn't yeah. been a necessity for no, me, but it's, it's going to be. It is so going to for be. For me, for people listening, right. what? but also for me, yeah. I now, need to talk it through. The way I have done it is um, you can use Google Calendar, but I'm all kind of iPhoned up. So we yeah. have iPhone calendars, but you can use the Google Calendar, whichever kind of digital calendar works for you. And then what I have done is for every single school run is set as a recurring event. Yeah. And then when I look at it, I can see... So it's not just the time that they go to school, but you block off the Mm. time that it takes you from leaving the house up until the time you will return to the house. And then you set um, an alarm for the time that you actually have to physically get in the car and one for 15 minutes before that... To get shoes on, coats on. To get shoes on and coats on. So my children know that when a certain song from The Greatest Showman goes off, that means okay. shoes on. Yeah. And then when the different song goes off then, uh, which is another Greatest Showman song as it happens because they like that. I like that. It's not just a normal alarm. It's, it's not a just song. a song. I like it's that. It's a song that they like and a song yes. that you find kind of motivational yeah. or, or a song even that's a little bit frantic. That they're like, <laughs> yeah. come on, quick, get your shoes on. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, so, something they like, something sort of that inspires them yeah. or lifts you up a little bit. And then the second one is like, do you know what? It's, we're getting in we're the car going. now. Whether you get shoes on or not, yeah. you get in the car now. So um, that's how we kind of start the day. And then throughout the day, I have alarms that remind me. So obviously Zara's not in nappies now. It's like this time to go to the toilet and things. But I used to have to feed her at certain times yeah. when she was still being breastfed. So I'd have like a, a time to feed Zara. So if so that way, if I was out shopping, I'd know that within the next 10 minutes, I had to find someone to sit down and feed her. Um, I'd have a time to go and get Bella from the middle of the yeah. school day alarm. Um, and not that I would forget to get my child, but I would let time slip away from me. Yeah. And it's a kind of, you've got to leave enough time to finish what you're working on, to put that last load on, to tidy up, to tidy away the choice, whatever you're doing in order to make the time to get there on time. I've also, um, I've spoken about this in previous um, episodes, how I use timers to make sure that I make the best out of the time before I have to go. Yes, So definitely. I know, okay... If I didn't set an alarm for, right, now is when I need to put my shoes on, I'd be clock watching and wasting time. Totally, totally. Whereas if I know, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh no, I don't want to start a project because in case I, like, run away with myself Mm. and do forget. Um, So I don't make the best use of time. So setting an alarm just means, you know, right now I stop what Mm. I'm doing. Definitely. So I, yeah, I block off my time physically on a calendar so you can look at it. And then you know if you want to go and fit in an appointment or whatever. So say you've got to go to the dentist or whatever. You can physically look at your calendar and see you've got those gaps in between this school run and that school run and that swimming lesson. And it's an easy visual cue to see when you can fit in other appointments and things. And then when I've got work to do, I would block that in. So it's like, right, okay, I've got to film a video. So I would put that onto my calendar that I am filming for that time or if I've got I'm going to do a power hour cleaning on one specific morning or if I'm going to take Zara out somewhere that would all go on my calendar and then I've got lots of like um, things for Bella are pink or things for Zara are purple oh, or whatever nice. yeah. and they've each got their own different things so William's karate is blue and Dylan's tutoring is green or whatever and then I've got a family calendar that we put all our holidays and things on so everything can be seen at a glance um, and then my husband, if he chooses to have a look at it, <laughs> yeah. could look at it. Um, all the birthdays are on there. And it's just everything is time blocked on there. And then in addition to that, I have those alarms that remind me it's time to move on to the next thing. So it's very much like we were in school when you had a timetable. Yeah. Yeah. Only, I mean, my blocks can be switched around a bit. You know, obviously, like before school is always getting ready for school yeah. blocks. 
but then my sort of Wednesday morning block is normally a filming block. But if I've got a friend who definitely wants to, you know, wants to catch up, and then I could swap that around and go and do something that morning and swap my yeah. fill, my you know working block around with that. So it's got a little bit of flexibility, but it fits in with the constraints that you're given. By and it makes your life less stressful because totally. you know everything is is planned out. I mean, exactly. I I love to be organised, so I will enjoy this. This will, yeah. <laughs> this will make me happy. And it just means that you're just less stressed ultimately you're not yeah. that sort of you're not one. having to remember everything because it's there in front of you and already there's nothing worse than being that mum running up the drive like frantically late yeah when the other people are walking out with their children there is nothing that feels worse no, than that oh you God, just yeah. feel like oh it's yeah. such a failure your child's the last one there crying because yeah. you're not there to pick them up yet and it avoids that i'm not saying that will never happen there'll be traffic or whatever but... i've totally forgot my children <laughs> twice. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's been twice but but it made you feel like poo right <laughs> yeah, really they didn't care they got extra oh, time at school they were probably. fine they were probably be fine but... never forgiven myself yeah, exactly <laughs> so it just avoids that kind of panic um yeah you know, so yeah time blocking is have you have you got a post or a video that you've done on that i have yes do you okay. have show notes and things i can i can i will put the that. links down below so there if you're interested and you want to hear more about that i will pop the link there we go. down below Great. Perfect. I will put that. um you touched upon power hour i do a power hour yes. people who follow me um no i do mine on a monday so how does that fit in do you well do one a week or how does it work for you it as and when they fit into my blocks i normally do it on a Saturday morning. Okay, so you do yours on a weekend. Because um, a lot of my, the people, um, I've had comments saying, oh, but I can't do it on a Monday. And it's like, well, you don't have to. Yeah. Do it when it works for you. So yours is a Saturday. Well, sometimes, but it can be one of the blocks, the after-school blocks, okay. that isn't a swimming day. So it's like never a Wednesday because that's a swimming okay. day. So that's taken up the whole thing. Um, it might be it's sort of fitting around needs and necessities. So yeah. sometimes my power hour is unpacking because we've come back from a trip. Yeah. And that is like, clearing up like our whole hall will just be full of stuff yes and that will be tidying all that away it might be my power hour it's sort of it's my power hour is what needs to be Not done needs to be done as a okay. so um i sort of form a list of importance so if i've got guests coming i feel like my power hour is more important spent downstairs because no one's going to see up the top floor yeah. so you know that's what sort of where i focus if the children have been ill and they've been sick all over their beds that's <laughs> what, that's what needs doing it's a lot more laundry um, so yeah, my power hour is kind of born from necessity, what really. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that will change. I don't know if you've watched my speed cleaning videos, then that's why they're slightly different yeah. every time. See, my power hour is the same things every single Monday. But yeah, if 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 something else needs doing, you have to let things go. And I think yeah. a lot of people need to understand that you can only do what you can do, but also. Sometimes your priorities change, and totally. especially when you've got a newborn baby, you might do nothing yes, at all. Absolutely. And that's absolutely fine. If you have a newborn baby and you've managed to feed yourself and that baby, then You're well done to You're you. You're winning. I think that's what um, a lot of people tend to think well how come they're managing to do all of this stuff and oh. all I've managed to do is feed myself? Yes. It's like, well, your race is not the same as somebody else's race. No. Like you have to just focus on what is what needs doing in your house, isn't and it? And what someone puts on Instagram is not necessarily oh, real yeah. life. I mean, I think you and I both try and show it what's and all on ours. Yeah. I think we try and keep it real because we know how damaging it yeah. can be to be like, I am so perfect. And, you know, and I think especially when I think Rachel Hollis said that she was so disappointed in someone that she would not name, but a very, very famous person was asked how does she do it all? And she just says, I'm terribly organised. Yeah. And she was like, no, you've just left this message out. You've got so much help and you have not yeah, said you it's because truthful. I've got help. 
it's because I got help. And yeah, if you get help, that's amazing. That's like amazing. that's amazing, and I'm jealous of you. Yeah, but that if you don't mention that you have help, then you're just making other no. people think. And there are other people there that are, you know. Again, I'm not going to name them who make out like they do it all. Yes, and they don't. They have partners who are at home all of the time. Yeah. they have cleaners. They have family around the corner. Other people don't, don't their followers that. don't no. see that. So all they see is that their house is a show home and it makes them feel like a failure. No. And yeah, so don't and believe what you see. No. And I think a lot of my videos, I feel I feel like, oh, yikes, I haven't got everything done. And then yeah. I think, do you know what? I'm going to say that out loud. Like yeah. I haven't achieved everything I hope to achieve. My house is not sparkling. No. However, if I don't stop cleaning now, I'm going to make dinner. My children are going to be hungry. Yeah. So you know there is an element of right i've done this okay my kitchen looks lovely but you don't want to look at the bathroom because i didn't get to it because <laughs> no, i didn't exactly. get it and there's still toothpaste battle over the sink yeah but you know what i've got still got to feed my children yeah i still have to go and pick up my children i still have things i've got to do and, and those things life. have to come exactly and those things have so i think it is so important to adjust your expectations to what you can manage and yeah strive for progression but not perfection because yes. It's, get it you, done don't make it perfect exactly. or whatever the, yeah whatever the done thing is better than perfect yeah something yeah, like that something I don't like know. that that thing that, that you should say yes okay so what i would love for us to talk about and for you to share your input as somebody who's got four kids and i mean i'm sitting here in your kitchen right now and everywhere is looking great i'm gonna say it's lovely so i would love but i did a little speed clean before you came it's fine and you'll be able to watch it on your video if you watch my day in the life you can see all the little ways that i made it look clean and tidy even if it was not i shared that well that's it you just hide it i I always share that um just put it in a box and hide it in the cupboard yeah like literally just hide it you think my kitchen is clean because it smells so clean oh nice top tip it smells of lovely uh i've just discovered the method cleaners all about Sephora, so it smells clean here. She's like, "Wow, you must have been cleaning, yeah, like, or I must have been spraying some cleaner around so you can yeah. smell it." <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what I would love for you to share with everybody listening are five tips that right. you you say that you know you your blog and everything is everything that you wish somebody had told you. Yes. So, so for people here right now listening, thinking, okay, right, I'm ready. Tell me all the things. Okay. If you could, we have to get it down to just five. Get it down okay. to five, otherwise we'll be here for okay, okay. Christmas. So my first tip, we're going we're gonna to sort of touch back on what I said about routine. And, and this, my tip would be to lean into routine and to make it work for you. Yeah. So there are certain things that are going to be imposed upon you. And this goes for whether you have a small baby or whether you have got lots and lots of children with all different needs and all different activities to get to. So even if you've just got a small baby, at some point you probably will want to leave the house. You'll probably want to, you know, go shopping or meet up with a friend. If you have no form of routine at all, you'd be like me when I had my second, doing what the midwife said and feeding on demand. Yeah. And doing that. And then follow the needs of the baby. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then the more I kind of lent into routine, partly because I had to, because I had the school and some things to do, the more I found he became an easier baby and he was happier and he was more content because he was never left that hungry. I was never stuck in the car with him screaming. So by leaning into the routine and kind of making it, it, yeah, and making it work, because I know it's much easier to think, I think, you know, I don't want to be constricted by routine. Yes, I'm definitely someone like that. I did go through that kind of, the more children you have, the more constricted by routine yeah. you are because the more school runs you yeah. have and parties and swimming and all the things. 
And if you just accept that rather than fight it, your life will be easier. Okay, so tip number one is lean into it. Accept lean into routine it. And, and your life will be easier. And yes, I will. I, I hear some of you out there saying from a distance, but my baby doesn't do routine. And if you've only got one baby, that is absolutely awesome. Yeah. And I say to you now, if you have one baby and that baby is sleeping, turn off this podcast and go to sleep right now. Because <laughs> that's what you should be doing. If you, you should. You can and you should sleep when the baby sleeps. Yes. Because... Everything else can wait. The housework can wait. Other things can wait. And looking after you and that baby is all that matters. However. Two children onwards. However. Yeah. Unless you've got someone else. And some people do have someone else that can take your toddler and feed your toddler and look after your toddler. So you can you can go with the flow with your baby. And if you have got that, that's great. And I'm jealous. Yeah. But I've never had that. No. So if you have got someone to do that, do it. But if not, you are still going to have to get up when your toddler gets up. You're yeah. going to have to feed the toddler when the toddler is hungry and you're going to have to take the toddler to toddler group and all those other things. And as they get older, they're going to have more and more and more that they need to do. So if... Roll with it. <laughs> yeah. So then you... So yes, if you have only got one baby, by all means, go with the flow. It sounds lovely. Uh, but... You have to. I was trying to, to find a nicer word for no, tough. It's tough. It's, it's tough. You have to give in to routine. You do. <laughs> and the thing is, I did resist it. I'm not a fan of routines. It, I resent that I have to take my children to school every day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> even when you don't feel like, even when it's fluffing raining. I know. Like, you know, toddler groups. There were yeah. some that were like, oh, no, but you have to come every week because you're going to uh, be in charge of crafts. Well, I was like, what? no, this is not the group for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot commit. So the fact that I have to commit to school runs Ugh. every day, I resent it really a lot. And this is coming from a teacher. This is coming from a teacher, <laughs> right. But I have accepted that, that routine is life when you have yeah. lots of children and my life is so much easier. So yes, yes tip number Accepting one, it. accept it. My second tip would be accept the season of life that you're currently in uh -huh. because motherhood is not the same forever. Um, when you've got a very small baby, those first few weeks, whether it's like a fog and you think yeah. you can't imagine coming out of the fog, well, you'll blink your eyes, you'll be looking back and seeing another baby. You'll be calling your baby a baby and then seeing an actual small baby and you'll realise your baby's not a baby anymore and you'll realise you're not in that fog yeah. of newborn anymore. And it's so quick. And the more children you have, the faster it goes. Yeah. Honestly, time goes on fast forward the more children you have. So whichever season of life that you're in at the moment, enjoy it as best you can because it won't last <laughs> It's just so, yeah. so quick. It's hard to hear that. And I remember people saying to me, like, enjoy it. It doesn't last. And you're like, jeez, I cannot enjoy this. I'm tired or whatever. But you will one day accept it. And you might not accept it right now, but listen to us as yes. mums of oh, three please. and four. Please. I know. If I, yeah, if I could go back and have a word with myself. Yeah, I, I know that I resented the night feeds they were the th i mean probably everyone mm. that's the hardest thing is broken sleep and Definitely. stuff but by the time william was a baby i can remember being woken at three o'clock in the morning and i was just like Do you know what this is okay yeah this is okay and actually i get to have little private cuddles with him while he's feeding and i saw it i realized yeah. i'd missed it with the others and yeah. I, I spent all that time resenting it and it's so hard the hardest thing you can do with a night feed is clock watch mm. and sit there in the dark as your eyes are closing and then the second the baby goes back to sleep just go back to sleep because yeah 
I did that with um, until I had a moment, a light bulb moment. I realized my baby is not falling asleep because he is full. He's falling asleep because he's a very small baby and he's tired. Yes. <laughs> so basically, I then realized I'd put an episode, I think I was watching Friends at the time. I think I was binge watching, you know, Friends on, it was probably on DVD then because yes. I don't think Netflix <laughs> Back was a in thing. the day. Yeah. So what I realized was that I needed to, I was not allowed to go back to sleep until that episode had finished. Uh. So I would just think, right, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to watch some trash TV. I'm going to enjoy my baby. I'm going to have the lights on because I had, I was actually sleeping in the baby's room mm. because my husband, this is another story I was not, uh, I had forgotten to tell, mention before. My husband once said when uh, William was very small and someone asked him, how are you sleeping? And he said, it's terrible. And I said, are you joking? You can even open your eyes. <laughs> so I was like, right, I will sleep in the baby's room because we had, we've always had a, like a bed in the, in the nursery. And you, when you were next asked that question, will say, I slept like a log, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I will get the script to you. Anyway, so what I would, what I used to do was leave this episode on and just not go back to sleep until that Because you finished. do want to like rush through it, don't you? You do like, want to oh rush through God, it. Like, I know, yeah, no, no. And then two seconds later, there is nothing worse. I'd rather be awake for 20 minutes than fall, just falling back to sleep and then, and then woken. And then they're woken crying again. Then you're like, what are you doing to me? So um, what I do is just like realize, okay, they're not full. They're just tired. I don't change their nappy, wake them up, change, take a layer of clothing off, put a layer of clothing back on. And honestly, it changed my life because it it was like, right, okay, I know there's going to be a night feed. It's yeah. also a really good way to cut down the night feeds from like every few yeah. minutes to like one or maybe two, which becomes manageable. So it's much easier to have a block of sleep, again, time blocking, a block of sleep yeah. and then be awake for a block and then go back to sleep for a block than it is to just drift on and off the boob yeah, all night. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I'm guilty of, I'll be honest. That's probably what I did. But yeah. not with William. I embrace the time. And, yes. you know, even if you're, uh, you don't have a baby... But the season you're in is toddlerhood and things like that. And you just, I mean, there'll be people who, you know, when we've just been talking about like the time blocking and power hours and they're just thinking, no, do you know what? I'm struggling. I, I, there's no way I can do power hour and things like that. Except, okay, do you know what? Maybe it's not mentally possible for you to do that right now. Just accept where you are in your life. You, You might be thinking, God, I wish I could start a blog or I wish I could go back to... Or retrain as a midwife or something but there's no way i'll be able to do it right now okay accept where you are mm. but you know in five years time when everything will be yeah. so different when your children you are all in full-time school and yeah. life will be like you just won't know yourself yeah. so, so don't don't put pressure like, on yourself and i suppose also it comes back to the comparison doesn't it oh, you're thinking totally. well everyone else is doing all these things look and at i'm instagram. just barely, yeah. yeah oh my god look at instagram everyone else is doing houses. all these things and i'm barely struggling barely getting by accept that accept totally. that you okay i'm struggling that's just where i am right now and i maybe need to reassess my current situation rather than trying to be like somebody else absolutely because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes you don't know if they've got like two sets of grandparents all weighing in and a cleaner and and that's how comes they're able to do as much as they do exactly you just don't know but then what you don't realize other people look at you and think exactly you know Uh i wish they had it as together as as that person so it works both ways uh yeah so accept the season that you are in and try and avoid the comparison trap very yeah. difficult but try and i think being aware of it yeah just calling it out yes just helps my next tip is something that i have struggled with which is finding your village and asking for help because yes. i am not someone that's ha- got a lot of family help i know a lot of people have you know grandparents that do school runs for them and things yeah. like that, you know 
if I don't go and pick up my children, they don't get picked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe that's why I have to have all the alarms. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you haven't got a village, then find, find other one. people that can support you. So I am lucky that, you know, when I was in hospital, it was, I had some very good friends that bought me food because hospital food is disgusting. Yeah. So I have got people that you have, and as it happens, they were people that um, I was in school with uh, that you kind of lose touch with and then you yes, find again yeah. when you have children because you sort of have nothing in common then suddenly you've all got children yes. the same age and you kind of reconnect with people mm. that you haven't seen for years and that you can become very very close with yeah. uh, so find your village but your village doesn't have to look like somebody you know, else's village exactly exactly it doesn't have to look like someone else's village but also asking for help and accepting help when it's offered you know if you are ill and someone wants to bring your family some food and feed your children or sit with your children so that you can sleep yeah don't be don't, embarrassed don't no just if so you know say yes please thank you very much i think it's a very british thing i don't oh, know yeah. if um listeners from anywhere else in the world will relate but i know certainly um in britain it's really hard to accept it it's almost like admitting that you're failing totally if yes. you're accepting help from yes. somebody else exactly so if someone else is better at you know making costumes and they want to make one for your children as well let them and then if you want to then return the favor by picking up some karate one night when they're struggling then do that you know play to each other's strengths and yeah definitely ask for help and accept it when it's offered because it is a struggle some people might be sitting there going but i just don't know anyone and luckily we do have the online world. I mean, yeah. Katie, who is, I'm now sitting across from you. We've been friends for quite some time. Yeah. I feel like I know you quite well. We speak on the phone a lot about parenting stuff, but also about like work stuff because no one in our real life yeah. understands what we do no. because, well, you know, not even my husband understands what we no. do. So I, I've got you to support me as like somewhat a mum in the same position, like a yeah. work at home mum, also understanding, you know, problems about YouTube algorithms and stuff yeah. that no one else cares about. Um, but today's the first time we've met in person. Yeah. So, you know, obviously be safe, you know. Yeah, be safe. Don't just make friends with strangers. <laughs> but even, like, if, even if you never meet somebody, like, um, and I've, I've cried about it before on one of my uh, Facebook and Instagram lives, there's somebody in America who mm. is um, more like a mother figure to me, almost. But she messages me and, and lifts me up and she finds inspiration from me even though I'm younger than her and, and she there's just this relationship and I'm like god I wish I could meet you but I probably yeah. you know I'm never, like, yeah. I might never hopefully hopefully I will mm-hmm. um but you know when she's completely across the pond to me yeah but she's still there and helps me daily yeah um you you don't need to meet someone for no. them to be part no. of your village of and support not. network no and you know I constantly get people messaging me um via instagram or youtube or whatever asking for things and then hopefully the con- sort of the stuff we put out into the world like yeah. you and i um does help people and provide that kind of role that used to be provided by an actual physical village yeah, that just is missing it's yeah. sad it's sad and it's something that i want to bring back i want to bring back that community yes feel because it just is lacking in yeah. real life these days which you know um yeah, exactly so yeah whatever your village looks like and it might be virtual village i think i think it's all moving more to virtual village yeah. because i i'll be honest even my friends that i was talking about um i speak to them more via whatsapp yes than same, in same. actual real life so yes. even though they are geographically close and i can physically meet yeah. up with them i don't much but they're still there for me yeah um, so, you know, that's very important. And then my next tip is for, for your children that are a little bit old. This is probably not for your newborns. No. 
it's about getting your children involved in yes. all the things that you have to do. So this um, is something I did not do again. This is a lesson I learned the hard way. So to so listen up. <laughs> um, my eldest was seven and a half, um, and he's he's a lovely boy, but he's a bit of a dolly daydreamer. So I used to. Um, he was seven and a half when his brother was born. So until then, he was an only child. I used to literally tie his shoes for him because it was quicker and less painful than watching him do it himself. So I just did everything for him. There was no reason to to get him involved. There was no reason to teach him to do anything. And I see now, if I'd carried on like that, he would have been one of those adults that moved in with flatmates or whatever. And just, Well, like Eamon Holmes, who does just, not... He cannot tie his own shoelaces. He has to wear Velcro shoes or loafers. No fun way. fact. Fun fact. Man. Wow, that is a fun <laughs> fact. But I just imagine... If, if he'd never had siblings, then I never would have had reason to make him, you know, he would join in and do things. He would have gone off to university and walked away from the table and left his dishes everywhere and his flatmates yeah. would have killed him. <laughs> so he would have been evicted from the <laughs> flatmate house. Um, so, yeah. Then when I had um, more children, I realised that this was not sustainable. It was no. not sustainable to do everything for my children. I also realised, nor was it healthy. No. Because um, I, don't, I don't want my children feeling so entitled that... Um, they, they, you know, they they don't have to do anything at no. all. Um, I don't want them thinking that they can chuck things on the floor and someone will pick after them like up after them like some sort of. You're going to give them to wives and husbands further exactly. down the line who don't want to be li- having. I don't like want them. to be mopping up to divorce tears because I've you know turned them into spot brats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and if I'm honest, um, if we win the lottery tomorrow, I will definitely get a housekeeper, but my children will still clean their own rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a skill that they need to yes. learn. It's a skill I did not learn. No, no. And I have had to teach myself how to do routines, yeah. how to clean, how exactly. to be a housekeeper. And how not to feel it like, uh, like my eldest has been far more resistant to it, but my two-year-old is like, I help you put the washing in one yeah. And she, it's a it's game. It's a chore. It's a game. Um, and I, you know, there are ways to get her involved. Like she's got a fluffy duster that she thinks is a toy. So she thinks that's great. I mean, she mostly cleans the carpet with it, which isn't much help, but she thinks <laughs> she's helping and she feels involved. Um, it means I can keep an eye on her, so she's not bored, she's not whinging, yeah. and I can get on with things. She's not destroying one part of the it, house while you're doing... I mean, she tries, but you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she can, the younger you can get them involved, the more natural it is for them, the yeah. less of a, like, the less of a chore it's going to be, because they're not going to be like, oh, I can't believe you're making me do this, you know, Kevin the teenager yeah, yeah. just drops. Um, so how, how do you, like, you've obviously got a range of ages. Yes. How young did you start? Um, with obviously with the younger ones yeah. um, just as soon as they're walking really yeah. you know go and put that make a game go and put that in and, and it helps with speech and language go yeah. and put you know this in that basket for mummy and then yeah. they're understanding and instruction and able to follow an instruction yeah. which is something that health visitor looks like they exactly. can do exactly yeah. so, um, and and so what different game. so they obviously do the basics like, they do. They like put dusting their own the carpet <laughs> obviously know. all the examples <laughs> um, yeah so the very even the very little ones are expected to put their own uh, clothes that they take off into yeah. the laundry basket. Um, I ask them all to help pick up their toys when they have finished. You know, they got their toys out, they can help yeah. pick them up. And the way I, I explain this to them is, look, mummy could do this all herself, but you want to go to soft play. You want me to take you to soft play, for example. Um, but if mummy does it all herself, we're going to be here all day because it will take mummy all day. Yes. Or we can all muck in, we can put on some music, we can make it a race, we can put on a timer, we can go, 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 and see how quickly we can do it. And then we can all go out and have fun. Yeah. And they will, without a doubt, go, okay, actually, um, I want to go out, so we'll do this. We'll do the frantic, yeah. you know, doing things. Um, as they get older, so my four-year-old still doesn't do lots. So I get the, the two girls who are two and four to help me put their laundry yeah. away. But it's sort of, it's notional. You know, it's, it's, it's for show, really. Yeah. They're not that helpful. 
but I still make them get involved yeah. for when they are ready so they understand what to do. My seven-year-old... Is demonstrating to them, I suppose. Exactly. Is teaching them what to do. And not like, you can go and play and I'll do this. Like, yeah, we'll yeah, do this yeah. together. So you can be involved in it even if you're not really yeah. doing anything. My seven-year-old is given his own laundry and he puts all that away himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he actually hangs up... There's a specific way he's got to do it. He hangs up all of his um, uniform. And I do this for um, my daughter as well, who's in school. Everything for one day goes on one hanger. Oh, okay. So um, they have, you know, five so days of hangers. So they just take out... They yeah. take out a hanger. Okay. So they have... I like um, that. So he has their, um, and I've talked about this over and over again, I have these little cosmetic case things, which are like clear bags, and in those go their pants and socks, and that gets oh, hang on okay. the hanger too. So they're not going, I can't buy my socks, I, I can't like buy my that. socks. And we do that on a Sunday, and we do it for the week, and we do it once, and we forget about it. Yeah. So they have um, one a day, and Bella's um, even has her hair bobbles, everything in oh, there. Oh, that's so handy. We don't have wardrobes, we don't have space, we just, everything's in drawers. But right. I feel like I could still but do that, But you could do I? a drawer a day. Yeah. So that's what I would be easier for myself. We just don't have that set up. So it would be easier to have five drawers and yeah. just literally put everything you need in that drawer. I'm totally stealing that idea. Yeah. I am. Because I can have all the brownie stuff my life. in there, changed all the ballet stuff mm-hmm. in that one. And it's not like, well, I can't have it Rather there. than putting, if you've got to put a pair of pants away, you just put them into the one the of the right five thing. drawers. <gasps> and then you're not it's like, changed my life. I'm right I know. <laughs> and you're not going, you know, I can't find my Yeah. I, and then you realise that there's a school jumper missing or whatever because yes. there's one missing from the five and then you go hunting it down in school and not like, how are we down to a one, you know, when I bought five at the beginning yeah. of the year. So, yeah, I, so he can put his own away and he puts those away in that method. So, um, and then my teenager does a bit more. Um, obviously, he has to do the basics. But then if he, um, so he does have pocket money, but not pocket money just as a flat rate. He has a little bit more depending on what he does. So he's got um, a Go Henry card, which is like a prepaid teenage credit card thing. And if he, the more he does, um, if he does extra helping. So if I ask him to go and hang some wet washing into the airing cupboard for me one day, then that's extra helping. He gets a tick and he gets an extra sum of money. And that can um, yeah. depend. So if he does no helping he gets no uh, pocket money and if he does more so he knows he wants to go out on the weekend he has to do a little bit of helping around the house and then he gets some pocket money according but to that but that's above and beyond that's the above basic. and beyond the you know so he still has to put his, he doesn't get paid for putting his clothes away he does not no, no. he does not he does not get paid for basically yeah, yeah. looking after himself he yeah. gets paid for doing extra so doing the dishwasher as like um and then sort of wiping up after dinner he get we get paid for that he get paid for collecting the bins for me on bin night um, or if I was to ask him to hang up wet washing and put, yeah. you know, additional stuff that are not, is not his own. So yeah, that would be, and the other thing, the reason I started this was he, um, I didn't used to give him pocket money when he was younger and then he'd be like, can I have this for me? Can I have that for me? Yeah. 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 And then it's like, actually, I'm going to give you pocket money and you can pay for it yourself if and you want it. And do you know what? He stopped buying rubbish. Tats. Yeah. <laughs> he stopped buying the tat. Yeah. So yeah, that's where that kind of came from. But yeah, so different jobs for different age levels. My most enthusiastic helper is definitely my two-year-old. Yeah. And if you've watched any of my speed cleans, you'd see that she... Yeah, she loves it. I mean, she's not very helpful. But she's enthusiastic. She's a, that's the she key. You see, it's, exactly. it's a, Okay, so we've got lean into routine. Accept the season you're in. Accept help. Get the kids involved. What is and your final tip? My final tip is one that I need to hear myself as well. And that's make time for yourself. Uh-huh. Now, I don't always do this. And I know that... I know in theory... If I don't make time for myself and I burn the candle at both ends, I will be ill and I will not be any good for my children. I know this in theory. Yeah, we all do. Equally, this season in my life, I feel I am trying to build my business uh, for my children so that I can work from home, so that I can be there for them at school pickups because who else is going to want to employ me if I can only work between, you know, 
uh, half past nine and yeah. half past eleven, and <laughs> like, yeah, and not in school holidays. No, nope. <laughs> yeah, not when they're ill or when there's sports day. Um, so I, this is the only way I can actually sort of work to provide yeah. for them. So I do kind of burn the candle at both ends because I work late at night a lot, and I everyone. Who watches my stories will know that I you often, are up super late. I'm, I'm like, super late. I don't see those stories until the morning. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, and I'm sorry, just I was like, asleep. and I'm getting people going, go to bed. Yeah. Um, so it's trying to create that balance between pushing ahead so that I can work from home to and make I don't life easier in the future and make life easier in the future because I will have designed myself the perfect job when they're all in full time school. But equally, sometimes I burn myself out, and at seven o'clock, I'm falling asleep on my nose and I can't do anything else <laughs> and I can't function. I have to go to bed. Yeah. Um. So I do need to find that balance. So I urge you, if you can, do that better than me. If you can carve out some time for yourself. For and if you have exercise, tips, if you have tips for E right yeah, now. Who needs how to... to carve out some time for yourself. It is important, and I know that it is important, because you will make yourself ill if you do yeah. not do it. And then, you are no good to anyone. No. Um, you're flat on your back, and, you know... But, I mean, that's something I've spoken about before, that, you know, it's not even about making a whole day to go on oh, a spa God, day. No, I'm not talking like about that. It's literally like, I mean, if you watch Rhee's, um grocery hauls, which she does, <laughs> she has a little counter of like the, the, what do you call it? The don't touch, don't touch pile. Uh, don't judge me don't judge me pal so she'll have, you know so even if it is just treating yourself to a glass of wine yeah well or, which i do when i i must admit i do that you know a couple of times a week i that, do you know i that, do try. that's making time for you it's, it is it's, it's, it's probably not the healthiest way to make time no, for me and don't judge me but it doesn't matter it's no. just you've, and I, you've taken the time to order the diet coke or buy yeah. yourself a little chocolate bar for, do you know what, I'm going to have this. I'm yes. going to have five minutes. The kids, Zara's gone to sleep. The rest of the kids are at school. Yeah. I'm just going to sit down and have a chocolate bar. Yeah. Like that, it doesn't have to be grand gestures no. of me time. And my my me time, and I think the mistake I make is having my me time too late because sometimes I feel like I need to switch off after I finish uh, working. Yeah. So that's what I need to do is like rein it in a bit. But my me time, my ultimate indulgent me time is sitting and doing nothing while watching television. Not yeah. sorting laundry, yeah. not cleaning up while watching, but sitting and watching and enjoying television. enjoying a program. Enjoying a program and actually just watching it and without doing yeah. anything else. That is the ultimate indulgence yeah. for me, um, which I never do. And I always feel guilty for doing, which is insane. So many people do. And then I look at my husband watching television and not feeling guilty and I hate him. Yeah. And it's just like... <laughs> Men are easy, uh, more able to it's do like, how can, And then I think, well, actually, that's more about me than you, isn't it? That, yeah. Why should I resent you for not feeling guilty for watching yeah. television? That is insane. I know. Yeah, we should annoyingly <laughs> take a leaf out of the book. But they do. They don't care. No. They're like, no, I want to watch the football. What's the issue here? I know. And it's it's like, insane. Oh, um... Actually, my, it's my issue because I shouldn't feel guilty for yeah. watching television because that's stupid. Which yeah. now I say it out loud, I know is stupid. So if you're listening to this, it's Go really watch silly. this morning. <laughs> so yeah, I think they, I mean, obviously my life is held together with a lot more than those five. But yeah, I think they were, they're the five that come to mind as being if you'd, important. If you'd known to lose yes. routine oh, more. Oh yeah, my goodness, if I'd known that from day one. Because I when think... I did that from day one with my daughters, it was so much easier. And I just think, my goodness, if I'd known this from the beginning, it would have been such a doddle. Yeah. You know, imagine, imagine if I'd known what... You know, what I yeah. know now with all these children, without having all these children, yes. wowza. <laughs> I think the one for me would be accepting the season that oh, I was in. Massively. I think I, I haven't accepted them. No. Um, and sometimes now I probably am not the most accepting. But I think if I if someone had said to me, just just roll with it. Yeah. And they probably did, but I didn't they probably did. No. So, really well, yeah. I, like, I found the three school runs a day with a baby 
intro oh, very hard because horrendous. then the three score runs a day really especially when Bella was in afternoon nursery really interfered with Zara's schedule the baby yeah. and then she wasn't sleeping at night because her routine was messed in the day and that really that was hard when Bella moved to mornings then everything kind of slotted in better I, I was still moaning about it if I'm honest yeah. like wow Zara I'm on the road three hours a day and so yeah it is it is a hard one to kind of enjoy as best you can yeah. but yeah just making the best finding the joy where you can I think yes. in that season definitely is, mm. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, this has been so much fun. It has been so much fun. I hope <laughs> everyone's it all day. In, I'm sure I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to us whittering on and just gassing. That's a nice we're chat. not drinking wine, but it sounds like we yeah, are. Yeah, we sound it? like we've been drinking. Which is <laughs> so excited. Right. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. I will leave all of the links to anything that I will, as I'm going through editing it, I'll be like, okay, I'll drop some links. I'll yeah, drop some, drop links. some links. Um I hope you found that useful. Go and put into practice what we have said and have a great day. And I will be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.